What's up, everyone? A quick bit of housekeeping before we jump into today's episode. You may notice there's been a gap uh, in our publishing, uh, and that is not due to... um, our passion or lack thereof for this podcast. We love it. And we are very committed in this new year to uh, be consistent with our episodes. Um, Unfortunately, the data was lost for a handful of these episodes and we haven't been able to retrieve them. And so if you're trying to follow this chronologically, today's episode is going to start off way later down the line than where we, you know, left off. Um, And I'm sorry about that, but uh, I think it's still stuff that you'll find interesting and, um, it certainly was uh, stuff that we thought was important to tell you. So, yeah, all that is to say, uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, sorry about the pause, and we will be more consistent with this in the new year. All right, let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to the Grappling with Fatherhood podcast, a place where we talk about the lessons learned in jujitsu parenting and where they sometimes overlap. My name is Blake Cosmeyer. I am a jiu-jitsu brown belt and the father of two small kids. My co-host, as always, is Uday Mahotra. What's up, everybody? Uday Mahotra here, father of two little girls as well and a black belt in jiu-jitsu. And the, uh, yes. the creator of a brand new, spanking new, hot off the presses, BJJ Fanatics video instructional Uday, let's let's get a little plug for your your new BJJ Fanatics video. Yeah, thanks, man. Super excited about this. It's a no-gi instructional, right? So it's called Elite No-Gi Fundamentals. And it go, I go over several positions. I spend a good amount of time on Dars, Dars from everywhere. Um, how to ex- escape nasty situations, how to get your training partner into nasty situations. It's all no-gi specific. And so, um, you know, I'll probably have a, a gi version of this coming out at some point as well. But right now, this one is, like Blake said, like you said, man, right hot off the presses. It just came out maybe a week ago. Yeah. And how can people find it? There's going to be a link right in the description of our podcast, regardless of where you listen to this. There's going to be a link to that. Go ahead and purchase it from there. Yeah. You could also um, go to Uday's um, uh, Instagram if you can't find it there for some reason, Ujitsu um, or the Gorilla Den uh, Instagram. Gorilla.den on on Instagram or Ujitsu. Yep. Jiu-jitsu, yep. yeah. So uh, again, I got to. Sorry, not to like spend too much time plugging plugging uh, no, man. this. Plug away, brother. Plug away. Um, I got to be uh, sort of a test dummy for. I, I wouldn't even call myself an UK. Uh, while Uday was kind of um, workshopping this and figuring it out, and I will say, like, it's there's some great stuff in there, especially for modern jujitsu. Yeah. It's good answers for modern jujitsu. I think. I think a lot of people, you know, especially no gi people playing half guard. Um, people are playing, uh, knee shield, Z guard, yeah. quarter guard, all these positions a lot more than they're right. Because that's where like leg entries are. And so totally. this is a really good, um, even if you're not into the Darce game, guillotine game, but you want to evoke a reaction to get somebody to move so you can get down to the legs. Like this is all stuff that's really good to know. And it's good to know. Yeah when it's happening to you. So I, I can't, can't recommend this enough. Um, yeah. Get after it. Anyways, that said, Thanks, man. <laughs> enough with the yeah, commercial. I appreciate it. I <laughs> yeah. appreciate it, man. Yeah. Uda is also a great teacher. So, um, yeah. <laughs> 
Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, dude, dude, how, how was how was ahead. your Thanksgiving? You go first. <laughs> how was your Thanksgiving, dude? Dude, my Thanksgiving was so good. I I feel like I'm so lucky to have the in-laws that I have. My wife's yeah. family is very different than my family growing up. They're they're, you know, three kids. Um, you know, they got my wife's uh, parents got divorced when they were in high school, but you know, for the most part they were together and they're just super tight and like my in-laws are all kind of like you know, like kids go to soccer and like yeah. you know, they have like a very different like they didn't spend five years in a punk rock band running around the country you know <laughs> like, they're not up at you know 9 30 at night recording a podcast with their friend right like it's it's a different kind of life and i i i can't express my gratitude for them enough like they're just yeah. it they're just a pleasure to have around um nice, i feel man. so lucky i know so many people just don't feel that way about their in-laws so anyways we had them here we hosted um second year third year Wait, third year in a row, we have opted to say, fuck a, fuck a turkey. We're just cooking the do? turkey breast. We're just cooking a turkey oh, wow. breast. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no no complaints. No complaints. Yeah, you know, good, man. I, I, I nice. hear you people out there who like are like, yeah, I like the dark meat, blah, blah, blah. But you don't need enough of the dark meat to like necessitate a whole fucking Entire. turkey. Yeah, you put a little yeah. bit of dark meat on your plate because, like, you know, you like the fat, you like the grease. Yeah. And unless you're, like, making fucking turkey soup, who is, like, 0.0% of people, 0.01% of people are actually taking the bones, boiling them down, making a proper yeah. soup, you know. Um, you're not using all that stuff. So we just went for the breast. Happy Smart with that move. decision. Yeah. I don't know. what yeah. I, You know, and you guys have a, a bigger a bigger house to feed, I feel like. We had a we, lot. We had, like like a 11 year old or nine year old, a 13 year old, like, and then a bunch of like three, four adults and then a four year old or three and a half year old. So it wasn't like we had a bunch of adults sitting around yeah, wanting to pick the meat off of a bird. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It's interesting that you said that about your in-laws because my in-laws and my family, my parents and my parents-in-laws couldn't be any more different as well. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. I, I mean, I love all four of them dearly. Right. Like, in fact, um, my wife's parents live with us and, um, it's the decibel level. It's just two different worlds. My <laughs> parents are way up here and her parents are way, way, way lower. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting dynamic, but yeah. yeah, we had a, we had a good Thanksgiving too, man. Yeah. You're right. We have a, a bit of a bigger family. You know, we, we kind of had like two Thanksgivings. We had one with her side and, and one with my side. My, my parents aren't super mobile. And so, um, you know, we try and do something with them and make it special just for them, you know, go to their house and whatnot. So. Nice dude. And then, yeah. you yeah. know, how's, you know, How's life, dude? How's how's your week? What's going on, man? You know, I, I've I've had a bit of a frustrating week. You know, it's just um, you know, I, to be totally transparent, man. Honestly, I I thought I'd be working by now. I thought I have my full time job right now. I thought I'd be back at it by now. And you know, these are the ebbs and flows of life, right? Like you plan and you think and you work towards something, and it doesn't necessarily work out that way, and you move you continue to move forward and that's kind of where I find myself. And I, I don't like 
not being in the driver's seat. You know, I like having my my stuff planned out. I like having my shit together, right? And and this kind of moment in time has taught me to um to just, you know, it's always not going to be figured out. You're going to have to move and bounce with the ebbs and flows. And, you know, this last rejection I got really kind of really sent me a little bit. You know, it just, um, it was super disappointed because this is one I really, really, really wanted. But, you know, I hate being cliche, but, you know, one door closes, another one will open and we'll get it figured out. Yeah, man. I mean, how do you, how did you, one, I, you know, yeah. as your friend, like I see you working hard on yeah. that. I see you doing such a good job of filling your time independently of having a job in really productive, yeah. cool ways. I mean, you know, we got friends that would just be, yeah, you know, in another state yeah. right now, you know, drinking and, yeah. and not doing stuff. So, you know, I commend you for for that. And I will Thanks, totally man. second the fact that like, you're a guy who you're not a guy who likes to have his shit figured out. You're a guy who has his shit figured out yeah. like down to Thanks. the number of minutes we're going to be rolling every weekend down to, you better believe it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like the way you do yeah. anything is the way you do everything, you know? Um, yeah. And so, you know, it's just, I, I, as your friend, I really empathize with how frustrating this can be for you. Um, it's super yeah, frustrating. That- it was super frustrating for me. And you know, I don't know. Um, I commend you for your, your, your ability to show up, dude, how positive you are. Um, because yeah. I know that like, I, well, I don't know, but you call me out on this frequently about just saying, um, no, nah, man, you know, another day in paradise, like everything's great. Yeah. And like <laughs> It's not. And that's kind of what we're yeah. conditioned to say. And yeah. so I, I commend you for saying, Hey, it does suck. Yeah. And I'm it's, it's, it. you got to be real with yourself, right? Like yeah. shit, shit's not, you know, rainbows and ponies every day. And it, it shouldn't be, it, it's not realistic, right? There's going to be yeah. good days. There's going to be bad days. And you know, that rejection that I got for that last one that I really wanted happened like maybe 20 minutes before I went to train. And I was like, don't go train, don't go train, don't go train. I sh- I went to train anyway. And I still haven't decided if it was the right thing to do to train or not. Cause I think I'd, in retrospect, I was like, I, I probably should just like laid back a little bit and relaxed. Um, cause I went to the gym and I was just like a shell of myself. I didn't really roll. I didn't talk to anybody. I was kind of like, people could tell I was pissed about something, but they didn't know what. And I, I didn't, which is not really fair to people, you know, like I don't want to put out a me that's not my best me into the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and on the, to, to counter that, like, yeah, tell me. that is one of the things that we have. Like one of the reasons that's like that we have that space that we've committed our time to that space. Um, yeah, we have been there for plenty of people who totally who needed that and who maybe didn't have a place to go feeling the way they were feeling. And that's a place where yeah. we can we can kind of go. That's true. You know, but like yeah. I, I want to honor that what, what you said though, and that like. It does feel weird, man. It feels weird like going there, yeah. especially being, you know, you kind of a well-known guy at our gym, super yeah. positive dude. Um, and having to either decide like, am I going to put on the mask or yeah. am I going to just be who I am? And like, you know, people so asked I, me, they, were, they, were, they asked me that day, like a couple of people like came up to me, you okay? You mad about something? You're right. And I was like, it's like, I don't want to. I don't want to bump people out with my thing. I was just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm just tired. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I, 
So I don't know. Joey, man. Called, me, Joey called me out the other day. In the middle of warm-ups. What did you do? I'm saying? fucking doing warm-ups, okay? Like yeah. all my yeah. other yeah, brown belt fucking compatriots are yeah. coming in in 10 minutes, right? Yeah. I was exactly. joking. Like, oh, it's uh, we got 10 minutes till brown belts show up, you know? <laughs> 10, 10 minutes till the black belts show up. Um, oh, nothing. It was just I was in another world, dude. I was like thinking yeah. about all the shit that's going on in my life yeah. in the middle of warm-ups and Joey's making jokes, you know, which is great. <laughs> and I'm not laughing. And he's like, you know, he's straight up like, what's up, like a day? You don't think I'm funny today? <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> that's Joey. <laughs> I was like, that's Joey. And I had to like come up with the like most clever thing I could think of right on the spot and yeah. just shot one yeah. right out at him. And I was like, oh, damn, yeah. I didn't know I had that in me today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Man. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's good. Anyways, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate you. And I'm sure people who listen to this podcast will appreciate you talking about that. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's a journey, just like everything. You know, yeah. you can't snap your fingers and make it get to the end end of that journey. And you yeah. know, I always tell people too, like just like jujitsu, as shitty as the journey may be, you gotta sometimes kick back and, and enjoy that, right? Like I had a I had a really relaxing Thanksgiving because I hung out with my kids and I've been hanging out with my kids and been able to do things with my kids and for my kids during this time. And I shouldn't, as much as I want to get back to work, I shouldn't look that gift horse in the mouth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. Right on, man. Well, today we're talking about, it's kind of fitting today. We're talking about changes, yeah. um, changes that you experience in jujitsu changes you experience in fatherhood and changes that we even see in our kids. Um, and so, you know, our lives in the past few months have gone through quite a few changes. And so I think it's really um, on point that we talk about this today Uh, to start off with, like, let's talk about, I guess, some, some changes you experience in jujitsu. Yeah. Like what do you, you know, what are some impactful changes do you think Uday that you've kind of experienced? Yeah. You know, I think, you know, outside of like the belt promotion thing, right. Cause like, and we, we've talked about this before that like, you know, getting a, a new color wrapped around your waist doesn't necessarily change, change your game, right? It doesn't change you. And I mean, actually some people does, some people get that color and they're like either, okay, I'm going to coast a little bit now. Or they like, no, I got going to turn it up. I'm going to step into this. Right. Like, yeah. so I guess for some people it does change them for me, you know, one of the most impactful things that has, has really continued to make me stay excited in jujitsu is just learning from different voices. Um, you know, when I, came up i went white through black all under one roof and that one roof changed hands with many different head instructors during my time there and then you know when i got my black belt i actually ended up i was in a circumstance and i you know moved to a different school and um it was so different so different and then when i came to legacy with alberto crane you know because i again kind of moved where I lived. Right. Like, um, very, very different. And so like all those places and all those voices though, gave me something unique and important that helped me thrive at that time, whether it was, you know, instilling the competitiveness of jujitsu or the fun of jujitsu, the, the leadership that I can bring to the table, the leadership that I'm taking in and listening to, right. The, the balance in life, like how do I balance everything? Every single one of those voices that I was kind of under helped me kind of add 
perspective in so many different avenues of my life. Yeah. And I think for me, one of the things that sticks the most, one of the kind of the through lines that has always been constant is, are you having fun? And if the answer is yes, then I'm doing something right. If the yeah. answer is no, all right, I like let's figure out what's not fun and let's figure out what we again need to change here, right? And so, um, and usually the answer is yes, right? Like if this is a look, we're all like grown adults, right? This is a hobby at the end of the day. Like yeah. you should be enjoying yourself, right? You should be challenging yourself, having fun, and and the, each of those voices kind of helped instill a little bit of that in me. Yeah, in my in is right. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you feel like, do you feel like, like, as you become, I mean, a professor, an instructor on that end of things, um, do you think the way you approach jujitsu is different? Like the way you approach even showing up to a class? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I um, (laughs) am, I remember as a blue belt watching, one of the black belt instructors lead warm ups and he wasn't doing it. And I remember thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm never going to do that as a black belt instructor. I'm going to do the warm ups with my students. And now I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I got to lead you guys through this. That said, every now and then I'll jump in. Um, yeah, you I'll lead a hell of a warm up, though. You lead a hell of a warm up. It's super fun. It's, it's, a, it's a workout, you know? It's great, I, man. I'll show, sometimes I like to show these guys what a sprawl looks like, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> without, but, uh, without actually doing it on my head, it's hard to see what one looks like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think uh, the, the, the older and the wiser I've gotten, you know, the more I've also learned to kind of slow down. In, yeah. in my game, in my jujitsu, right? Like that's been a pretty big change for me. And like, you know, I came out of the gate as a, as a wrestler, a pretty like a, a wrestler at a D1 program, right? And so I was explosive. I was like ready to go against these people who've never like, oh, you're blue belt three years of grappling? Cool. Let me go. Let's, let's dance. Let's do this thing, right? Like so um, – and as I've kind of gotten older and wiser, it's, it's you know, it's slowing down and utilizing pressure. You, you being intentional about what explosiveness looks like, right? Like yeah. really being intentional about when and how I'm utilizing explosiveness, how I'm utilizing pressure to shut someone's game down. It's just, you know, it, it's, it's for longevity, right? Like you can't be a 23 year old guy and roll like a 23 year old guy well into your fifties and your forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, right? Like I want to do this till, Till my last breath, right? So, yeah. how do I continue to change and evolve? Yeah, man. yeah, it's interesting. I think that part of changing, um, I would love to meet a twenty-three-year-old though that just that is just all pressure. You know, I would love oh, to meet man. somebody like that young who's like thinking about like, okay, cool, like I'm gonna play this part of the game now and learn this part Oof. of the game instead of you know just just being like. Cause dude, we got some guys at our gym, not a ton of them. Actually. I think they're like 18 years old. Uh, what's that kid's name? Um, blue belt. They're so, so, uh, dexterous. He plays uh football too. You don't have to tell me his name. I just need you to know who, who I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, man. His, his jujitsu is so beautiful. And it's started so, training at two, two yeah. years old. And like, yeah, I have so much fun rolling with him. We, you know, he yeah. calls me out pretty much every time and his dad yeah. will be sitting off the mat. Uh, yeah. and, and you could tell when he's ready to turn it on, we'll play, yeah. we'll play. Yeah. And then like his dad will say something to him. And then it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. I don't triangle. give him an inch. 
Do not give him an inch. He's a child, Blake. Don't give him an inch. He's 16. Show what oh, old man, man's 16, strength huh? is, bro. Dang. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. yeah. Um, if I was that good at 16, I would be such an asshole. Um, he's <laughs> he's so cool compared to how I would he's act. He's a good kid. He's a good kid, man. Um, yeah, um, dude. What about you, man? What, what is what is your jujitsu? How has your jujitsu evolved and how have you changed? So it's interesting belt promotions because, yeah, I, I think I mentioned this before. Like I don't really feel like belt promotions change that much outside of like white to blue maybe – I think once I got my blue belt, I had this attitude about us. Cause it's funny. Cause Becca asked me this, we're talking about this stuff and <laughs> poor Becca, man. If she's asking me a question about jujitsu, I'm giving her the best fucking answer I possibly can. Cause she has had, you know, if she's asking, she's really curious. She doesn't like put me on anymore yeah. just to like whatever. So <laughs> she asked me last weekend about stuff like this and she's like, you know, do do these belts, you know, do they feel like something that you, you strive for? Do they feel like something that, you know, you like, what happens, you know, what happens if you get your black belt? Like, do, are you going to stop feeling like you're, you've got something to push for? And I said, you know, babe, like, I think after blue belt, I just decided I'm a guy who does jujitsu and like the yeah. belts just happen to where represent like where I'm at, like on that path. But like in my head, I'm just a guy who does jujitsu. I'm going to always yeah. be a guy who does jujitsu. And that took a lot of the pressure off of me in terms of like worrying about where I'm at because back to your point, dude, where you're like, am I having fun? Right. And it's like, to me, like, like just doing this thing is so fucking fun. This lifestyle is so fun to me um, that like, I want to be about the lifestyle and the belt is just the thing that represents where I'm at. You know, the lifestyle is kind of consistent with who I am. Such a fucking Southern California guy, huh? Um, such a bro. <laughs> you, think, you think you're going to continue doing this well into your twilight years as well? You know, it's so funny. We we have a mutual friend. Um, actually, I don't know. He's not really – you know him much better than I do. I think he might be a black belt under Cabrinha um, who is so good. And I think he recently quit because he is – he doesn't associate jujitsu with a healthy lifestyle and a healthy body. Mm. And, um, I'll, I'll, I'll ping you about who he is offline. Cause I was talking to, we were yeah. I was talking to a mutual friend of ours about him. Yeah. And, um, and he was like, yeah, man, I, just, I think he's done. Like, I think he's out. And I'm like, really? Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's tired of being injured, tired of, you know, and like the way maybe he plays and the way he came up, is it one that is a jujitsu for longevity? Kind of like what we were talking yeah. about, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so for that, for it's me, like, yeah, yeah. But like, it's also, it's, it's also relatable, you know, like yeah. I, you know, like there's only so many times I can come home and grab that same pack of mm-hmm. frozen corn from the freezer and put it on my knee and, yeah. you know, whatever. And so I think jujitsu for longevity is a really important thing. And I think what comes with that is, is, you know, it's a lot of ego that needs to change. So one of the things that I wrote is that like kind of learning that everyone has something that they can teach you. Um, similar to what you said, you were talking, I think more about leadership. I was talking more about kind of like everybody at the gym and like respecting kind of respecting everyone at every level, like understanding that, Hey, like, my jujitsu knowledge is much deeper than that blue belts. Right. But they're kind of dangerous. And if I don't respect that, 
I could get yeah. hurt, you know? And that means yeah. maybe that means respect it by I have to be offensive and I have to, you know, play a different style of jujitsu than I like to play, which is usually more of a defensive reactive jujitsu just to show yeah. them like, you know, just to set the pace and put them, or sometimes that is, Hey man, let them pass, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's not worth the fight yeah. because I want to, tra- yeah. I want to train the next round and I want to train five rounds from now. But, yeah. um, so I think, yeah, I think similar to what you said, like, I think older and wiser, um, I don't like to say slowing down because I like to play, I like to play a lot of fast yeah. athletic jujitsu, man. Do. It's super you do. fun. <laughs> it, it is. It is. You know, I, I, um, do you know who Henry Akins is? Yeah. He, um, so Henry, I met him when I was a purple belt and he has a very pressure forward, um, jujitsu style, right? He has a style he calls hidden jujitsu and it's like minimal movements for maximum results. Right. And so how do I do as little as possible to do something that's you to the naked eye, you'd never even notice what's going on, but drive great results in doing it. Yeah. When I met him and we worked together a lot. You know, he, he taught a lot. I covered a lot of his classes. I did some privates with him and we got to know each other really well. And, um, and all the stuff he taught me didn't make sense to me until I got older. Right. Like until I got like, until my game kind of had to evolve to that. Right. Where I was like, okay, I'm going to like, I, I think I get what you're saying. When I, when I met him, like when I was a pro, but I think what you get, I get what you're saying. But as I got closer to my black belt, as I got my black belt, and as I got a little bit older, I was like, okay, this is what pressure he was talking about. (laughs) This is what he meant. So that side control pressure you hate me for, you can thank him for that. Yeah, man. It's so good. Um, (laughs) And it's such a good lesson. Like, I, you know, back to not to plug your damn BJJ fanatics more, but um, you've taught me so much about the application of pressure. Like my old professor, Homo Lomelo. He's a, he's a pressure player, dude. He is, he yeah. is tough, man. When he's on top of you, it's like, you know, hundred kilos is what they, you know, like, yep. it, you know, he, t- he taught that, you know, and I, I experienced it, but you made some great corrections in the way where my weight is, how my weight's distributed, um, and how my weight's distributed in certain positions. Right. So like where yeah, I was totally. like, oh, I'm not going to put the pressure on until I pass. Or I'm not going to put the pressure on until I'm here and I need to slow things down. All and you're like, through. you know, like even when we, were, we were working like last week on a pass and um, I was like, yeah, it was, it was just so anyways. Yeah. Yes. You're a pressure player. That's good to know. That is something <laughs> that like, it was funny because like, I think there's this idea and we all say it, right? Like you say like, oh, yeah. like when you get your black belt, the game starts over. Right. And it's yeah. and like, when you get into advanced jujitsu, it just becomes fundamental jujitsu. But really like as we get in, you're like, Oh, the reason why the fundamentals are there is because if you get the fucking fundamentals, like you don't have to do the flashy shit. Like you don't, you don't have to tear your ACL. Like it's, it's all fundamentals. And like, once you get really good, it's about implementing those fundamentals so that you don't hurt yourself. It's a fucking self-defense martial art. I see like a lot of these like young guns that can do like backwards flying upside down chimichangas up the wazoo, right? Whatever. But then they can't get out of side control. Like, come on guys. Like let's crawl before we can run. Right. Like, and I don't want, I, the last thing I want to do is I want to sound like the old get off my lawn guy, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like crawl before you can run y'all crawl before you can run. Yeah. And you know, I think for us too, like I will say like, I just want to commend you in terms of accepting change in your own jujitsu. Like, oh, you know, you, 
like your guard has gotten so good in the past couple of Thanks, months man. because you you decided to make a change yeah. um, in your game and uh and then more recently we've been you and i have been attacking the legs um a yes. lot more so and, much fun isn't it? it dude it's so fun and it's like you know i say this you know with trepidation because our you know our good friend just got his ankle popped and then i report yeah, re-injured yeah. it this weekend but um <laughs> it can be safe if you respect it and it's like nothing to be afraid of as long as you have respect for it and man it yeah. just is such an interesting part of the game that i feel like if you got people you can trust like that's what's so fun about about training with friends training with people like you know you is that it's like okay, I feel like we're safe, you know? And so like we yeah. can do some, you gotta, you gotta feel safe to do unsafe stuff. <laughs> and that's, that's like, that's the idea of supporting that longevity in jujitsu, right? Like yeah, you train yeah, with yeah. the right people and you know that like, okay, I might not know I need a tap right now, but he knows I need a tap right now. So he's going to let go of it. Right. Like, yeah. especially when you're learning something as like, like wild as like heel hooks or leg attacks. Right. Like, I think that's why it's so important that like the lower belts kind of leave that stuff alone until they get a little bit yeah. more experience you know uh so. I, yeah and again that's i feel like i'm gonna get off my long guy but i kind of agree with you so <laughs> uh the last thing i wanted to say about change get off my ankle <laughs> really though there's nothing i love more by the way than like i shouldn't say this i feel like a dick say but when there's a white belt to. just doing everything they can to ankle lock you oh, and they're God. just they're just squeezing your calf or they're like so yeah, off and just eating it and just eating it and eating it and letting them like just burn themselves out for like three minutes and then be like okay That's you done my turn <laughs> let me borrow that foot <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah it, i don't feel like a dick for that i don't no um, no man <laughs> they're learning they're learning you know yeah uh so yeah, Sorry, the last thing white belts that are listening to this. <laughs> the last thing I was going to say is changing schools um, was a yeah. huge, huge deal for me. So I changed schools as a brown belt. And um, I I wouldn't say I was like coasting at my old academy at all. Like it, I, it, I was, it was hard. I would say I was respected at that academy. And I would say that like my knowledge was respected at that academy yeah. in a way that was different than coming into a new school where you're just another – a school where there's a lot of brown belts and like nobody knows who you are and people are like, okay, like what's, what's your deal. And so it, it was just, I wouldn't say like, yeah, I wasn't coasting, but I could coast, right? Like I could yeah. come in, dodge rolls, you know, do what I want to do, like kind of leverage my leverage, my knowledge rather than my, my ability to apply my knowledge. And then at legacy, when I came in, it was like, okay, dude, who the fuck are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I remember right. when you first came in, I saw you. I was like, who's this brown belt? Who's this guy? What's his deal? And let's find out. And that's when we rolled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. And and because of that, it really forced me to like apply my knowledge. Like even uh our friend this weekend, I was rolling with him and he's like he was telling me, he's like, Man, you don't sit in these positions anymore. It's like you know to move. And I'm like, Well, look, I always knew what I was supposed to do. I was just, I just didn't, I just had trained myself out of doing it. Right. Because I was yeah. like, in my head, I was like, if I already know all the pieces, I don't necessarily have to apply them. I can just stall here. And he's like, no, you're putting the pieces together. You're progressing the fight. Like you're, you're playing more offensively and not just relying on me to drive the game. And then, you know what I mean? Like, which is a pitfall yeah. of mine. Anyways, that's something that really came out of, um, I feel like came out of, uh, changing schools 
Yeah. I think it's important, you know, to, to get those different voices, you know, obviously look like you want to be loyal to your professor, but like when life changes and you have to change schools, right? Like there's certainly positives that come with that too, right? You get a different yeah. voice, you get different looks, different roles. And, and I mean, I'll tell you this too, dude, I think I've told you this countless times, but you're a very difficult person to catch with the same thing multiple times. I can't think of the last time I darst choked you. Like yeah. when we first started rolling, I was like, oh, get over here. Give me that neck. Collar <laughs> choke, darst, collar choke, darst. And now it's like, does this guy even have a neck anymore? Yeah. Yeah, it's man. Crazy. I try, you know, try not to touch the hot stove more than once as, you, as we <laughs> to steal an analogy from you. Um, yeah. All right, man. Let's talk about changes as a father. Um, yeah. yeah. How <laughs> this is like, Man. You know, just just so people listening know, we're, we're, Udi and I are recording this podcast at a different time than we normally do. We usually record this Oof. like first thing in the yeah. morning, and when the day is bright and beautiful, There's and our kids hope, are lovely, hope is in front of us. <laughs> you know, and, now uh, it's like <laughs> tonight. Udi and I have both had to manage the bedtime routine, and oh, you know, I've got toothpaste on my shirt. I've got like. <laughs> Tears for my children on my sleeve. Oh man! So I'm mean, I'm curious to hear how about how I was talking about our kids is different here. But yeah, man, how um how have you changed as a dad um, the longer you've been doing it? You know, I think not only how have I changed as a dad, but how has being a father changed me? Right? Like, yeah. um, you know, I think number one, I'm, I'm like. I've worked quite a bit on being more patient and not just with my kids, but with like people around me and being like, just picking my battles and being more forgiving, you know, like for me, like, especially since I became a father, it's helped me realize that people have other shit going on, you know, like, and understand that, have a little more empathy. Right. And so it's helped me look at life from that lens a little bit better. Um, It's helped me prioritize my limited buckets of time, right? Like how am I spending my time? Where am I spending my time? What What is valuable to me? What's going to make me a better person? What's going to push things along for me? What, like, how do I want to spend that time? And like, you know, just being really hyper intentional about it, right? Like, um, you know, and I kind of going back to the idea of being more patient, you know, like I, I had my parents, one of my parents was not very patient with me, you know? And so like, is that what I want to, that's my experience, right? Yeah. Like as a, as a, what I've experienced from a parent to a child. And so it, it takes a lot of me being intentional about how do I want to show up as an, as a patient person, right? So yeah. like not using the experience I had, but using the experience I want to give to my kids. Does that make sense? That totally makes sense. Um, yeah. I was actually going to ask you a question. Um, yeah. Not that I didn't listen to everything you just said, but when you yeah. talked about, um, you were talking about picking your battles and also that like, yeah. you realize that like, there are these people that have like a whole other life yeah. going on. Was there totally. a moment? Cause I had one. Was there a moment when you had just like this, like where it hit you, where you were like, oh, that guy at work who always like bounced at four 30 or that guy who kept coming yeah. in at 10 or like, you yeah. know what I mean? Where you kind of put the pieces together about like the secret lives that people live yeah. as parents that you didn't realize as a guy without kids. Like, was there a totally. moment when you realized that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, the sixth sense, right? Like we're at, at the end where Bruce Willis is like, 
oh, I get it now. I get <laughs> it. You know, like when he's like thinking about everything after yeah. he realizes he's dead, like all the clues pop up. And so now like I look back and like, why did my old boss always have to bounce at five? Like you couldn't like, like give me like five extra minutes we in the middle of a conversation. And as an adult, not as adult, as a parent, I'm like, oh, because if you don't pick up your kid by X time, you get charged X amount of money. <laughs> and, and the place is really hardcore. They will call Child Protective Services on you if you're a certain amount of time late, right? Uh, like, now it makes sense why she bolted out of the door all the time at that time, right? So, like, yeah. you know, you, you think back and you're like, okay, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And you just, like, have empathy for whether someone has a kid or not. Like, okay, this person has another life outside of work or another life outside of like whatever. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Good. I was on the, on yeah. the other side, I was, I was I, on the other side, I was hanging out with a mutual, another friend of ours uh, uh, yeah. who frequents the den. Um, yeah. Last night he came over, he's injured right now. And uh, yeah. he wanted me to show him some kettlebell stuff. And so I was like booking time with him and uh, I was like, he's like, Hey, is it okay if I come over at like eight 30? And I'm like, how about nine 30? Because eight 30 kids are still falling yeah. asleep, blah, blah, blah. And then like yeah. nine 30, like come over. Cool. And then it's like, we got like nine 30 to 11. And, and then he's, he's about to leave. And he's like, I'm like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. I'm going to get a burrito and like do some other shit. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like he's like a whole nother like, life. He's like, look at the clock. Yeah. I'm like, I've been like, this is like, this is all into my bedtime right now. Like yeah. I've been down time, dude. you know, like, what are you talking yeah. about? Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, for sure. I had those moments. I, I remember my old boss guy, Andy. Um, and uh, I just remember thinking back to things that happened at work and being like, Oh my God, he had a kid while that was happening. You know, like, Oh my God. Like he, yeah. when he was stressed out about like the, when we were having these conversations about the color palette with the agency, uh, at, you know, six 30 on a Friday, yeah. it's like, yeah. God, and nothing's going to change until, you know, Monday or Tuesday the next week. And he's sitting there being like, I've got an hour long commute ahead of me. And yeah. you know what I mean? It was like, oh man, I yeah. get like why I get that anxiety now. Whereas I was sitting there being like, oh man, I'm going to be late for no you know, <laughs> <laughs> which still drives me crazy, but yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, dude, anyways, I just want to call that out because yeah. for me it was, it was the exact same, same thing you talked about, like the Bruce yeah. Willis sixth sense. The like Bruce Willis scene. Yeah. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the success, <laughs> dude, it is twenty years know, ago. <laughs> I think I think it's okay. I think we could just yeah. say six we're, we're good. We're in the clear, and we're in the clear. I think it's if the reference has been made <laughs> enough times. I, I would really hope so at this point. Yeah. Nice man. Yeah. Um, what else? What how else, how else do you think fatherhood's changed you? Uh, so I mean, look, or how do you want to continue to evolve as a father? Yeah. So like that's. For for us, like the big change happened. Yeah. I mean, from zero to one is huge. Um yeah. for me. From from zero to one was like, okay, cool. I'm about this now. Like this is like my life, etc. And then then from one to two was really challenging in ways that I didn't expect it to be challenging. I was expecting it to be challenging logistically. Um, I, like in terms of, okay, who's going to take so-and-so to what appointment, how are we going to yeah. manage, you know, who's cooking what meals, um, how are we doing baths? How are we doing 
you know, all that kind of shit. Logistics are logistics and they sort themselves up. Things either happen or they don't. That's pretty fucking straightforward. What's hard is the emotional stuff that I didn't think about. Um, And that is the like, you know, these kind of big things that are kind of intense, like Owen, my, you know, my, my three and a half year old will never be in a world where he's the only kid again. It, it will, I was having a conversation with a parent today on a field trip and she asked me, when was the last time that it was just you and your wife and your, and your first son just all hanging out together? And we don't anymore. The little one goes down for a nap. And if the big ones, the older ones up, we, you know, we'll put them in front of, front of a fucking screen so that we can get shit done for a little bit, you know? And it's like, we don't. We just like, and then we wonder why he's frustrated when his brother wakes up, you know, like it's things like that, where it's like, that's not logistics. That's like, it's, that's really intense emotional stuff. And then it's also things like not being able to enjoy the newborn phase as much because you're really thinking about in the back of your head, oh, how is this affecting, you know, the, the three and a half year old? It's all that stuff is like really intense in a way that, again, I didn't think it was going to be intense. Um, Yeah. Can I offer you a recommendation? Yeah, of course. Please, please. So one of the, you know, I mentioned earlier about being really intentional about my time. Right. And one of the things that I've done that I really look forward to now and the girls do too, is I have like one-on-one daddy daughter time. Which each each with each of them, and yeah, you, so you, and, you look, and Van both do right. She she doesn't do it as formally as I do, right? Like okay. she'll be like, "Hey, Melanie, you want to go see a movie?" Right? Like, yeah, and yeah. they'll go like watch Barbie and have sushi together, right? Like, yeah. or she'll like take Shia to the park. But like, I try like, "Hey, we're gonna have Melena, you and I. We're just gonna do me and you, whatever you want to do." And let's figure it out and make it happen. Yeah. And then I'll do Shia. Let's do the same thing. Just me and you. And like, and it's really nice because I get to just reconnect with them individually, quietly. What's going on in life? How are you? Like, we can talk about anything. You know, (laughs) freaking Shia was like, I want to go on a boat ride. I was like, you want to what? Can you slow the fuck down for a second, dude? Yeah. Meanwhile, Malaya's like, let's just go to see a movie. Like, all right. So, so, but yeah. you know, we, it, it's, it's nice. Cause, um, you know, like I said, you get that quiet one-on-one time with them just to hear what's going on with it. What's like important to them right now. Just like without any other distractions and get to know them as individuals without being like, Without like the hustle and bustle of like, okay, get everybody get in the car, get your snacks, get the books, get the coloring, right? Like, Joe, just easy. You and I, let's chit chat. Yeah. Dude, that's, I, 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 with, so I get a lot of time with just Owen. Yeah. yeah. Um, when, when Milo gets older, it might be. And I think that's, again, that's yeah. going to be tricky and that's going to be the thing that we need to do. I, I've yeah. seen you do that. I really admire how you do that as a parent because i think it's super yeah, thanks, cool because like even like you get stoked about it like you'll be like oh yeah we're oh, going so stoked yeah and like and like you yeah. know well I'll, I'll ask you hey what are you doing this afternoon and then you'll tell me about it like so excited the th- the, <laughs> the, the boat thing was hilarious by the way that was, I was like, like what is this kid doing to me <laughs> so Yo, funny we don't want income right now baby relax <laughs> <laughs> oh man um uh, yeah and then the other thing is like right now in our household yeah. like 
just things are changing so much, right? So like yeah. I'm suddenly working full time pretty much. And it's great. Which is great, man. We're stoked. Um and uh you know, there's obviously like preschool started recently. Like that's another change. Yeah. And um, you know, like uh my other like uh content creator stuff, they're starting to become that's starting to require a lot more respect because there are opportunities there that require me to treat it in a different way. And so like all these things are happening and it's very, um, again, all good things, but, and then, then, then as a result, like preschool, like people tell you this kind of like, it's like the, it's like the second night of sleep thing that we talked about. It's something that I think people don't tell you about as much where it's like preschool changes your kids. Like, Totally. Especially like COVID babies, like they're suddenly exposed to kids in a way they've never been exposed before and they just pick up stuff. Like Owen started saying poo poo pee pee, like, (laughs) but all that in those kind of words. (laughs) And like we're, we're goofy house, but like we, we don't make, like we don't make those jokes, you know? Yeah. Like that, like we might, like we really don't make those jokes. Like we never said those words around him in a funny yeah. way. We use them as a, as just descriptive as words. And like, he was just like eating dinner the other, like one night. And he just like, is like, I want poop for dinner. And I was like, where oh the fuck gosh. did you hear that? <laughs> like, what is that? And then wow. I'm volunteering at his school. And sure enough, like the yeah. sweetest little, like, you know, 25 yeah. whatever 35 pound girl walks up into the group of like all the kids and just starts saying poop and butt and they all start laughing and saying it to each other oh my god and i'm like oh my, oh god. my god it's her she's fucking patient zero <laughs> she's spreading this around and then all the kids are just running around saying it to each other and you're like oh man and then you part of you is like well it's not my kid and then part of you is like well now it is you know now it is dude <laughs> <laughs> so there are things like that and then there's things like um so like some of his the kids at his preschool are also like you know they have aggression issues not aggression yeah. issues they express their emotions with physical violence <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> as a moderately progressive you know we don't talk about politics yeah. on this podcast very well, but uh, right. much. But I'm a self-aware man uh, who yeah. who uh, engages in violence recreationally. Yeah. I'm sensitive to my kid being violent around other kids, right? Of course. We don't, you, if, if your kid hits somebody at school and you show up in the fucking violent gentleman's jujitsu yeah. club shirt with a black <laughs> eye – like, hey, doesn't yeah. take a rocket science to figure out where he. We know where he got it from. from. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. And exactly. so, like, I'm sensitive to this stuff, and I've been really like, you know, we we didn't have a big hitting phase, so like toddlers usually go through a hitting mm-hmm. phase around two. We didn't have one. We're like, cool, maybe we don't don't have to worry about this. And then he started hitting recently, and it's just so hard not to react. One yeah. because you're like. I don't like that you did that. And, and like, I don't, I don't want, like, I don't, that's like, that's the opposite. Like, I just don't want it. And two, like, it's hard not to react because you're like, where did this come from? Yeah. Because we've worked so hard. I don't know if we've worked hard, but we've no, been but so intentional. Parents, right? We've been so yeah. intentional about not being those, about not being 
resorting to any kind of physical violence, right? Like that's but, you know, not we, we learn. To, yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna say, you know, like we learn from our parents, but we also learn from our environment, you know, and like yeah, and and the good and the bad, right? We learn the good from our parents. We learn the bad from our parents. We learn the good from our environment. We learn the bad from our environment. And then as parents, it's like up to us to kind of find ways of course correcting what the environment is is showing, right? And yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're doing that, man, you know? So we're trying, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to ask you, you, you kind of glossed over it, but I want to hear more about You mentioned you chaperoned a field trip. Oh, yeah. Tell me Abs- about this. Absolutely ripped, dude. It's so cool. So dude, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I love my kids' preschool. I love the kids there. Like they're at this the coolest phase, dude. Like from like three to five, you know, like right in that pocket. And so uh, we went to like the I think California Science Museum or whatever it is, the one nice. downtown by the Coliseum. Okay. Yeah. And oh, it's it's super cool, dude. There's like an aquarium. There's uh, all kinds of stuff for the kids to touch. And, um, oh dude, there's a, they have a, I think it's a model of the spaceship challenger in there, like a life-size model. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's super cool. You go in, like walk around it and stuff. And it's it's like, it's nerdy stuff that I'm going to enjoy looking at anyways. And two, just like, you know, it's that perfect example of experiencing the world through children's eyes. Like, look, having your kids, having a, having like 10 preschoolers in a room with nothing to do, that's stressful. Having yeah. 10 preschoolers in a, an environment where there's fucking everything to do, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. They're so yeah. excited and stoked. Dude, it was the easiest day. Easiest day. Because like, you know, there's emotions and stuff and kids are like up and down yeah. and hungry and have to pee and all of the normal stuff. Sure. But like in general – just watching them be so stoked about like seeing a Gila monster, you know, or like, yes. you know what I mean? Or like whatever the thing is, like, it's just, it was so exciting, man. So yeah, I got to do that today. That was super fun. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That sounds like a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Again, like whatever, not to make too fine a point on this, but like, yeah. I didn't think I was going to be a kid guy. Like I didn't really want yeah. to have kids. I didn't yeah, really like hanging out with kids. Yeah. And, um, and similarly, you like, are. you know, here we go. Yeah. I think, and it's like, the thing is like, because I, maybe it's because I had this reluctancy to it. I had this idea of what it would be in my head that when like I gave into it and it proved out to be like something really cool that it was yeah. like, Oh no, like I'm, I'm, I'm discovering it as they're discovering it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm like, Oh wait, this is awesome. And they're like, yeah, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's fun, man. Yeah. Love it. Um, all right, dude. So the, I kind of bled into this next question a little bit yeah. about questions you've seen in your kids. Um, I unfortunately just talked about negative changes or maybe changes that we're trying to correct and adjust, not negative, yeah. but you know, uh, I think there are positive changes as well that have happened in our kids, you know, like even like in the last, um, God, in the last couple months. So Milo, our little one has become mobile. Um, he's, he's crawling so fast. He's moving around and Owen, my older son is really starting to play with him. Like he gets excited and you know, it's, it's, it's him still figuring out like, Hey, this is, this too much for you? Am I like, am I going to hurt you? Am I not going to hurt you? But as we figure that out, 
Like, and then what's so cool is that like Milo really likes Owen. Like he gets so excited when he comes around, like he gets super happy about him. He like makes them play together a lot. They play, they play together. Well, that's great. Yes. Yes. So dude, that's, that's that's been really cool watching that change happen because you know, for the first, what are we nine months in now? So for the first seven, eight months, it was like, Owen was like, what is this thing? Yeah. You know? yeah. Now he's like, I got a buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's great. I mean, look, as you guys continue to figure out the logistics, the fact that they get along so well kind of makes things a little easier, right? You know, it makes the logistics a little easier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what, uh, you know, what changes have you seen in your kids that you like or dislike? Man, you know, as they continue to grow, like they – just, they keep getting, they keep, you know, they, they, that's it. They keep changing and changing and changing. It's, it's fun and it's cute and it's, uh, it's, it's hard to pinpoint who they are, right? Like it's still, they're, they're eight and four and it's really yeah. kind of hard to pinpoint what their personality is going to be when they're, you know, in two years, when they're, when they're 10 and six, you know? And so <laughs> Shia is so freaking hyper competitive especially with her sister like tonight putting her to bed she's crying herself to sleep tonight screaming i hate losing i hate losing and i know where she gets that shit from i have myself to blame for that but like you know she like who's gonna get to bed first and melena won and you know i hate losing i hate losing all right it's it's cute though, you know. Like um, she's very hyper competitive, and we, you know, as parents, we try and like, you know, like look, it's it's good to have that spirit, Shia. But like, everything doesn't have to be a competition. You guys can just, you know, brush your teeth together, get into bed together, and maybe I need to do a better job of, of making things less of a competition. Um, but that's kind of where we're at tonight, and uh, it's also interesting with her too, because um, as she continues to get older, she she's gotten like a little bit more like she gets girlier and girlier as she kind of grows. And so like, she loves like wearing pretty dresses and like, she loves like, you know, she doesn't really wear makeup, but like, you know, she like, put the chapstick on and be like, Papa, look, right. Like she loves doing that kind of stuff. It's like, (laughs) to be be fair, Owen loves doing that to me too. We've had to, we had to hide the chapstick because it, 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 dude, it tastes so good. Like why wouldn't you eat the whole tub? You know what I mean? (laughs) It tastes good. I get it guys. I get it. Um, You know, one of the things I'm really proud of Malena for lately though, is that, you know, she's eight now. She just turned eight. And as she continues to grow, she's gotten really comfortable in her own skin and like really comfortable in like kind of unknown situations, right? Well, she'll kind of do her own thing. Like where she doesn't need to like know everyone in the room to be comfortable. Like she like, Oh cool. Hey guys, nice to meet you. I'm Elena, right? I'm eight. Nice to meet you guys. Right. She like take control of the situation. You know, she may be a little bit like, standoffish at first she's assessed the situation but like she's really gotten comfortable in her own skin and it makes me really proud to see because a couple years ago she wasn't that right and so you know i know a lot of parents are like get concerned when they see their kids aren't like really outgoing or whatever right like people tend to get concerned but like with her is like she was that and now she's really grown to be like i said comfortable with her yeah 
Um, I, she just kids can do whatever they want. And like, I don't take it personally, but she gave me a confident yeah. wave the other day from the side of the nice. mat. Like, and like, it was a very, like, it was a very mature wave. It was like, she like looked at me and she's like, no, I know you. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I like gave her a wave and she was like, What's up, man? I was, like, nice. I was like, right on. <laughs> you know, one, one of the things I think I've talked about this before, but especially like this time of year, it's so apropos. It's like, you know, one of the things we try and instill in the girls is like, you don't have to touch anybody, Big but you do have to be, yeah, you know, like, yeah. especially because the girls, like, you don't have to touch, you don't have to give a hug, you don't have to even kiss, myself included, but you do have to say hi. You have to yeah. be polite, right? Like, you do have to verbally communicate. And she is still working on that. Like she will like either like give you the biggest hug, hello, or she'll like shut off and won't even look at you. Milena's starting to get a little better at that. And even with me, like tonight, like or last night, like I was like, hey, can I have a hug and a kiss goodnight? And she was like, No, thank you. And I gotta I I can't be like, what? No, I'm your papa. You have to. I can't, because it negates everything I just talked about, right? Like, yeah. So it's like, all right, hey, that's cool. Meanwhile, on the inside, I'm like, I want a goddamn hug. I want to kiss my child, but I can't do it. You know? Yeah, that's you know, it's funny. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been manning drop off mostly at preschool, um, yeah. and Becca did it the other day. And there's something Owen was doing that I didn't even even realize he was doing, which is that like you know he gives me a hug and a kiss before he goes off and plays, and that was kind of like the yeah. first couple of days when we were like setting him off and like we we're leaving and. You know, yeah, kind of dealing with that stuff. I was like, okay, man, I'm going to leave. Do you want to give me a hug? And he's like, yeah, I want to give you a hug. I'm like, okay, cool, man. Okay, after a hug, I'm going to go. He's like, okay. And they gave me a hug. And then he would be like, okay, you can go now. And then he, and then I would leave. <laughs> and I was like, okay, super cool. And so now it's like a thing that he needs to do to like switch that part of the day for him in his head. Uh, I see. So it's like, so when, when it's, it's like, like a, a little ritual. And so when Becca dropped him yeah. off, he's like, is it okay if I have a hug and a kiss now? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And like gave her a hug and a kiss. And then he left. And it's she great. was like, it's great that was boys so that cool. Mean. And I was yeah. like, yeah, man. Like I didn't even realize that we, we were doing it, but like it was super cool. It's great that you guys are teaching your boys that, man. That's great. Oh, yeah. I and mean, whatever, dude. Like he's, yeah. yeah, he's so little like, I know. yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't even, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right, dude. Uh, quickly. Actually, you know what? I think I think we can. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's on your mind? I was just gonna say one last thing is that like, yeah, Owen's been going through some pretty big personality changes lately that have been yeah. really challenging for us. It's it's his age, and um, I just like I gotta give props to the other parents at my school for like, you know, talking to them about it. And it's like you have this thing that happens where like you live in this world in your house with your kids, and it's super yeah. isolated, and you're like, oh man, this is the worst thing ever. Like we're terrible parents. Like, you know, you feel all these terrible things and then you just, you just, you just like take a risk and you say something to a parent at your school about what's happening. You know, you say like, Oh man, like he did this to his sibling or like, Oh, we've been really struggling with brushing teeth. They're like, Oh, whatever it is. And they say, Oh yeah, us too. Yeah. We, here's what we do. Oh, like, Oh yeah. Here's, and you just, it feels, it's so silly, but it feels like the fucking weight of the Not, world has been lifted off your shoulders. Yes. Dude. yes. Cause we're all dude. going through it, man. That's the thing, dude. Every, every one of you guys are going through it. Like you should absolutely talk about it. You should start a text thread about it, dude. Like yeah. you guys should like lean on each other, you know, like, cause if one person has a solution, 
then all of you guys will have a solution or a, yeah. a, a potential solution, you know? So yeah, man. I mean, use the resources around you, brother. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's turn tight into jujitsu. You know, like when you're, uh, yeah. when you're on the mat and you're feeling like that dumb white belt who has a question, you don't want to ask the question. Like sometimes you got to ask the question cause there's a good chance that, that 12, a, 12 other people in the room. And there's a good detail that you're going to learn just from, from yep. being the person who's brave enough to say you don't get it. So yep. anyways, I have a student in my, one of my Nogi classes and hell or high water, hell or high water. He will ask me no less than three questions every time he's there, every single time. And every time he raises his hand, I'm like, fuck. And then I'm like, after he asks his question, I'm like, God, that was actually a really good question. Thank you for asking that. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I, I, I know I shouldn't get annoyed. And I, I've stopped getting annoyed because I realized this guy's asking some great questions and, and yeah. everyone else should be asking these questions too. Right. So, um, and he's a white belt and he's, he's, you know, he's, he's recognizing the right things. And so I don't know, props to him. Yeah. I don't want to shoot his name there. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a guy. Yeah. We had a guy like that at, um, at my old academy and we ended up just calling him the professor uh which is not <laughs> nice <laughs> oh no <laughs> but it, it was it was it was a term of endearment you know it was yeah. also we didn't we didn't have a we didn't call our black belt a professor there we everybody just called him by his first name so yeah. our head instructor um and when people you know you would call him i would call him professor and he'd be yeah. like okay <laughs> uh but anyways Look, we're, we're, um, we're, dude, we're looking at this in the context of high of high belts right like if you're listening to this and you're a white belt I, last thing we you should do is be like oh fuck i'm never gonna ask a question yeah, again ask no, questions no. Ask, ask questions, dude ask yeah. because even if your professor or your instructor whoever kind of rolls their eyes it's good for you your journey belongs to you you should ask the questions get the yes. details and and even if they're a little annoyed in the situation, they're gonna be glad you asked it because, as I mentioned, there's gonna be three other people who have the same question, and and the annoyance doesn't last long. I, like literally, like oh god, what's he want? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Get your money. Even if worth. it's not a good question, ask it anyway. Yeah, get your money's worth. Absolutely. Um, all right, dude. Snack and sack. Right. Let's knock about Let's it. Go. We're, we're we're coming off the end of Thanksgiving, and I love that we're aligned. Today. I love yes. that we're aligned on our, our Thanksgiving side dish uh, sort of hierarchy. So um, let's do this. It, you know, I'll be honest, like it throughout the year, like I've I'm not a big carb guy. I'm pretty disciplined yeah. with my diet. Like I'm I'm not a fun guy to go out and get food with because you're going to look at what I order and be like, bro, you're going to make me feel bad about getting a burger. <laughs> like I'm that guy because I'm getting a salad, right? He's getting um, a protein style burger. <laughs> Becca, dude, Becca will call me out. I used to have this thing where if I got a gold medal, we'd go out and get burgers. And yeah. uh, and so I'd get a gold medal and she'd order a burger and I'd order a lettuce wrap uh, burger. And she said, baby, you, you didn't order a burger. You just ordered a salad. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Uh, anyways. But when it comes to Thanksgiving, I uh, you have to respect the tradition, you know, within within reason. It's just one day a year, and so you should yes. you know, definitely have those occasions where you fucking let it go. So let's um, tell them what we're doing. Let's tell, let's <laughs> we're doing a Thanksgiving edition instead of snack attack power rankings of Thanksgiving side dishes. Yeah. Everyone knows turkey is king on Thanksgiving. Everyone knows ham is king on Thanksgiving. Where do the side dishes fall? Okay. Where do the side dishes fall? Let's do let's do a couple. Let's do a short list of side dishes. So we want to do okay. stuffing. 
stuffing's gotta be on the list right and the then taters. we gotta do tater so like mashed taters mashed for sure yeah, yeah. the yams uh, sweet what 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 are the, what are the sweet potato what's it called when you make it with a mushroom yeah, candy yams marshmallows candy yams thank you yeah yeah um okay this is already got- becoming very easy for us uh so yes. we got candy yams um and then you know you've got green bean casserole, green bean casserole. white trash yep. like me um let me, let me, i'm gonna throw something out there and you tell uh-huh. me what you think about adding this to a list the appetizers as a field right so like you know some people bring like brie cheese and crackers or some people bring like you know the asparagus wrapped in bacon or something yeah. like that you know some people bring like so i'm gonna say the appetizer field okay whatever is whatever that belongs to right like yeah you know i'm not a, so we'll, we'll get into this um okay. and then so we got stuff blah, 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 blah. we got cranberry sauce yeah that's, cranberry that's more sauce. of a garnish um and then what are we missing uh biscuits we, biscuits yeah the rolls gotta have yeah, the rolls, rolls. Um, um, I feel like we're missing a staple. I feel like creamed corn. Some people go creamed yeah, corn. Corn, yeah. Corn, yeah. Creamed corn, maybe. Um, yeah. I mean, creamed corn, like regular, like vegetables. Like some people just do regular green beans or something. Yeah. Um, Becca makes this really nice, like side. It's actually so. We've talked about what our favorite is independent of this, but Becca makes this yeah. side that is not a universal side. That's a set, like okay. call it a salad. It's uh, sweet potatoes, Brussels sprouts, and beets kind of roasted. Oh. Um, and then uh, just like olive oil, thyme, garlic. Um, it's a nice, like, I love it because it, it'll sit in our fridge like for like a week after Thanksgiving. That's one that like gets better as the week goes on. Okay. All right, dude, let's, let's just run with what, what we got. What about mac and cheese? What about mac oh, and mac cheese? And cheese. Yeah, that's dude, what we're forgetting. Yeah, I literally okay. made it for Thanksgiving. I don't know how I forgot it. Yeah, it's the only thing Owen ate for Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> which, by the way, parents, uh, tip for next year: just yeah. make your kid fucking normal food. Make them Dino yeah. nuggets yeah. and pizza or whatever yeah. it is, and don't freak out about them not eating yeah. this weird giant bird that they only see once a year. Okay, because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> exactly. yeah. All 100%. right, dude. So. Yes. Let's go. Um, if we go up the list, uh, I think we both cheese. agree on number one. Number should one. Start, should we start from the top? Should we start yeah, from yeah. the top or the bottom? Let's start from the top. All right. Uh, let's start from the bottom, dude. Let's go from the from bottom. The bottom. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So I'm going to say, I, you go, you go, you go. So for me, dude, like, I think candied yams are just like, it's it's a food that's fun in theory. Um, yeah. But like, dude, I can't eat that. I can't, I just, okay. it's just not okay. like, it's not a sweet and savory. It's just an overwhelming. It's like, why, why are you putting marshmallows on a vegetable? <laughs> Everything you're saying is a hundred percent accurate. All and right. I disagree. And I disagree. <laughs> yes. Okay. Everything, I recognize that everything you're saying is very, very true. And okay. yet I disagree. Okay. I'm going to say that the last place for me has got to go to cranberry sauce. Okay. Whether you like the nice. canned jello bullshit or you like to make it on your own, I, it's, it's like you said, it's a garnish. It's a garnish. Yeah. Yeah. So I put, you know, I put crayon down there too. Like it's, to me, it's not a, yeah. it's not like if, if that's not on the table, I'm not missing out. Um, uh, yeah. All right. I, yeah. Next up, dude, I here's here's what it is. Like rolls, yeah. again, if it's if rolls aren't on the table, if there's aren't hot rolls, I'm I don't it's care. I don't need extra bread on the table. Yeah. Yeah. If um, you make the stuffing right, you're good. 
Yeah. Right. Uh, so okay. I, then... I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with 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 roles. Okay. Then I, you know we're gonna get to the contentious stuff here in a minute. Um, yeah. So uh, let's talk mac and cheese. What, how do you feel about that? It really depends how it's made. Yeah. I, 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 I like the gooey. I like the gooey mac and cheese. Yeah. A lot of times I get the baked mac and cheese. I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go green bean casserole as yeah. next for me. So I'm like, like green I think, bean casserole next. I think green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. So first of all, what the fuck is a casserole in general? Yeah. Second, like how do yeah. you define what a casserole is? Second, yeah. I think green bean casserole and mac and cheese are are dishes that really come down to how you prepare them. So yes. like I'm the I'm Absolutely. the opposite of you when it comes to mac and cheese. If we're having Wednesday night mac and cheese, I want creamy. Yeah. I want like yes. not Velveeta, but like I want that texture, you know, like yeah. a little yeah. butter, a little fat. Um, yeah. But if it's if it's a holiday macaroni and cheese, I want it baked. I want layers, ah. and I want a I want a crunchy layer on the top, oh, like a crunchy Blake. chewy layer. You should have told me, man. You would have loved what I made. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't do to save myself a few uh, pounds. So, so yes. and I feel the same way about casserole. So God bless. I just spoke so highly of my in-laws. So you know, I, lo- I love them, but yeah. she, my, my sister-in-law loves a green bean casserole and her prep okay. is just not great. It's, it's oh, more, no. I need it. I need like density. I need crunch at the top. Blake, and I what if she like, listens to this? I, I she, that, uh, Dude, especially this deep in the episode, chances are okay. not high. <laughs> okay, um, great. Here's what I want from a casserole. I want yeah. to be able to take out a block and have it maintain its shape. It shape its form. Yeah, I understand You know that. what I'm saying? And yeah. our green bean casserole was like a soup. Oh, it was okay. like you scooped yeah. it, you plopped it, and then it just like lost its form and like spread acro- yeah. across the plate and got involved in all kinds of other shit on there that had no, no business touching. No, yeah. So it's, I think we're on the I, same board, the same same uh, uh, board with those 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 ones. Yeah. And so then that what, puts us at that puts us at two pretty. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Uday. No, no. I was going to ask what what do we have left? So what we have left: mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing. Oh, all right. I have a hot take here. I have a hot take. I could care less about mashed potatoes. Yeah. Until the next day where I make something cool with the mashed potatoes. Okay. Day of. Do you, you do like a fried thing with the potatoes the yes, next day? Yes. Yes, dude. Yes. Fuck yeah. Love it. <laughs> I have it on my plate. I have it on the table because A, the kids love it. People yeah. love mashed potatoes and gravy. And look, I've had some great fucking mashed potatoes in my day. If you can make great mashed potatoes, boom, moves up the power ranking. If it's just run of the mill, meh. If it's not garlic mashed potatoes, get it out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So like garlic mash is not even appropriate, I think, for Thanksgiving. I think that that's a flavor that doesn't – I think garlic mash with a prime rib, like now you're talking. Garlic mash with steak, now you're talking, right? Garlic mash sitting next to fucking cranberry – like what's going on? There's no, like weird no. flavors getting involved yeah. with each other. Um, no. And so no. I'm glad we're on the same page. I feel like on the Thanksgiving plate, mashed potatoes are simply another vehicle for gravy. They're just another thing that Fair. you pour gravy on top of. And Fair. it's, yeah, I just, I just don't rank them that high. So I think then we're pretty much unified 
Well, uh, hold on one second. Okay, okay. Contender has shown up on my list. Is okay. I'm going to go back to those candied yams, my friend, because <laughs> I had the most amazing candy yams, not only for my sister-in-law, but from her mother-in-law. Both of them made amazing candy yams. And I I never had a lot of candy yams growing up. I never really, it wasn't really a thing for us. But when they made it, holy Jiminy fucking Christmas, dude. Amazing. <laughs> it blew my mind. I put it right there next to our number one pick, and I'll let you call it out. Stuffing. Stuffing for sure. Got to be stuffing, baby. Yeah. Got to be stuffing. Is, stuffing is something I get legitimately excited about, and I can't yes. say that about any of those other sides or contenders. Nope. Um, that's interesting what you said about the candied yams. Again, uh, I'm glad you had a good experience. Your good experience doesn't necessarily mean um, I respect it. I honor your experience, but I don't agree with it. Um, I'll tell you what, Blake. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Come Christmas time, I will probably make some stuffing, and I will probably convince my sister-in-law to make some candy games. Okay. I'm going to save you enough to taste. Like I, I always promise this, and last time I delivered, I delivered yeah. with the turtle chips. Yeah. So I'm going to save you a play of both the stuffing and the candy yams. Yeah. It's going to be a life-changing experience. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, quickly, we got to talk about it. Just like, let's talk yeah. about the contents of the stuffing. So yes. are you a purist yes. or no. are you? I'm a madman. I'm a oh, fucking man. madman. Oh, man. Are I you like apples some... and raisins? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not that okay, insane, okay, okay. <laughs> Celery, okay. onions, yeah. mushroom. Yeah. Pork sausage. What? I didn't Game see that changer. one coming. Game changer. Wow. Game Pork changer. sausage. Got to have the Thanksgiving flavors in there. So like a little bit of sage, a little bit of thyme, a little bit of rosemary. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Game well, changer. I'm, I, dude, I'm very looking, looking forward. So I, I think that's so great because I was worried when you said everything in the, you know, the kitchen sink. I thought we were going to talk nah. about a bunch of – you're gonna put nah, apples in there or walnuts, raisins in none there. None of that bullshit. None of yeah, that walnuts. Bullshit. Yeah, no, which are just no. like those are like weird. That's there's yeah. That's a weird mix of. I love sweet and savory, which is like that's like that. But that's the thing yeah. that stuffing is. It's so good, yeah. especially yeah. like cornbread stuffing. Is it's just uh, a little sweet and it's like soaked in savory. It's like the perfect. Every bite is the perfect yeah. bite. Yeah. Oh man. Ah, oh, it's perfect. It's Love tragedy it. that it's only made so you know so few times a year. But I know it. I know it's it's a tragedy. It's good because yeah, if I eat that to too often, exactly. We had a passionate snack attack this week, bud. Dude, uh, that was a good. It's a snack attack, man. I love it. I think that's the most passionate I've ever been about food on this thing. Um, let's talk about pop culture for a little bit. All right, I know we're running a little over here, so I'll go quick. There's two shows that I can't believe one I didn't mention and one I'm like a year late to the game on. So the one I didn't mention and I can't believe I didn't is Gen V. You ever watch The Boys? Yeah, no, but I've I've I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. If you you know, look, I, I know you're not into superhero nonsense. I am. And it The Boys is such a great show and there's a spin-off of The Boys. And so it's like uh like the teenagers, right? Like what, how are the teenagers who have these powers and they go to the school? Like how do they interact with each other? What happens and the chaos that ensues? It's so good. So good. And the writing is always excellent with this, with 
this group, right? And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it it's not for the faint of heart. You know, it gets a little gory, it gets a little graphic, but uh, it's always fun. So I recommend it. Yeah. And the show I'm a year late on. Sorry, were you gonna say something about it? No, no, go, go. Yeah. Okay. The show By that the way, I'm a year late. Sorry, I will. I will. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna wait till you start talking that I'm gonna interrupt you. Um, <laughs> I, I will say Owen's getting super into superheroes. And so like we went to, we went to the library uh, because he's been getting really bored with his books at night. Um, yeah. And so we got a whole, we stockpiled, by the way, Burbank library. Great. You can check so out. So good, isn't it? So good. You can check out 50 books at a time, yes. which is insane. And the kids section is so good. Uh, if you're a, a Mo Willis fan, they have a massive Mo Willis section, yep. but they also have a, yep. a lot of fun like age appropriate comic books. And yeah. so Owen grabbed a bunch of those. And so we've been reading those at night and he like is, he loves them. So you will soon have awesome. a, another comic book buddy. I have someone to talk to about it. Dude, yeah. I have a lot of, I'll have a lot of superhero stuff to pass on to you guys. Once you guys awesome. are ready or once we're, they're done with it. Um, also, yes, you can check out almost too many books from the Burbank library because every other week we get a late notice. Like, Oh, where's these 10 <laughs> books today? He owes 50 <laughs> bucks. Oh, or Malena, rather, right? Anyway, yeah. the second show that I'm a year late to the game on is is called Midnight Mass, and it's a Mike Flanagan show. And Mike Flanagan is the guy who made um, the show I spoke about last time, which was Follow the House of Usher. And this show is a bit of a slow burn, so if you're tired, it's probably not a good time to watch it. But if you're into slow burn, and do, when I say slow burn, I mean almost halting, screeching, stop, burn, right? Like really slow. Like there's I, – I had a moment in the show where I like guffawed. It was like so ridiculous how slow it was. Like this woman asks her doctor like, hey, this crazy thing happened to me. Am I crazy? And the doctor goes, have you ever heard of this random crazy person that like there's no way she would have heard of. Have you ever heard of this person? No. Well, let me tell you, answer your question by telling you a 20 minute tale of this person. <laughs> it was like so ridiculous. So anyway, oh, man, that Becca said, that stuff. Yeah. Uh, she won't, she won't like it. Then. <laughs> okay. But if you're into that kind of stuff, the, the payoff at the end was good. I, I don't usually like slow shows, but the payoff at the end was worth it for me. It picks yeah. up in the last, like, I think it's like eight episodes. The last two episodes are wild. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you just let us know. You let us know that it's worth the wait. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, Becca's critique of that stuff, which is what I'll actually, yeah. well, I'll, I'll switch up the arrangement of the things I was going to talk about. So one of the things I was going <laughs> to not recommend two things that we sat through. Uh, if you're a busy yeah. parent, you don't need to waste your time on these. Uh, the new Mike Probiglia special. I like him. He's huh. really smart and funny. His new special isn't his best work. If you want to skip it, just go listen to a podcast instead. Uh, and then the second so was the, yeah, the the Twin Flame documentary. So Twin Flame is this kind of this weird love cult that's going on. Uh, like a, it's a mix between like an MLM and a cult. Um, and they made a documentary about it. They made a three part documentary about it. And Becca's biggest critique wow. with Netflix is and are the docu series because of course like I have to watch all of them because I have to uh, somehow subsidize my entertainment by calling it education um and so she she's her critique is that like they just they just add in so much useless information that doesn't feed the narrative because they want to make this thing seven parts instead of like one or two you know this could have been a 45 minute powerpoint 
Like, why is it a seven part <laughs> docuseries? Because yeah. they want you to sit down and watch seven parts. And this this twin flame doc, it's interesting. You you will you can easily even after listening to this podcast, you will probably get served a TikTok video that will tell you the whole story in a minute and 30 seconds and then you you still want to watch it yeah and you yeah and you'll you'll be fine you don't have to go watch it but anyways and then the one that is really good it's uh, this documentary called buried that i enjoyed we watched it last night and um or no two nights ago and uh it's devastating uh it's about a avalanche an avalanche that happened in, in um in lake tahoe uh in the 80s um but it is really well done it's super interesting it's one of those documentaries where you're like i did not even realize i cared about this and now i am like i need to be an expert on this so it's like it's all about like avalanches the technology for like figuring them out like predicting them preventing them like all this stuff yeah it's super good so anyways and that's on netflix that's on netflix all right. I think I'm going to add that to my queue. I think this is a, a record long episode for Brother, us, we, This is a supersized <laughs> Thanksgiving episode. Thank you uh, for bearing with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really quick, you know, want to touch yeah. on some takeaways from this episode um, regarding change. You know, I think I, I, I'd like to tell you that, you know, embrace change and uh try to anticipate it as best you can but don't freak out as it as it's happening to you and know that everything is always in a state of change and that stability is just a you know a facade that we tell ourselves but you know i have to be empathetic to the fact that change is fucking scary and it is rough and i'd be lying if i told you that i don't just want things to stay the way they are right now whenever that is so that I could just get my bearings. And the only thing I know for sure is that they're not going to stay the way they are. Yeah. I mean, as you said it, dude, change sucks and it's necessary, right? Yeah. Not, but change sucks and it's and. necessary, right? <laughs> A nice and, it, and instead yeah, of, but there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it sucks. There's no two ways about it. It can suck and it's necessary, right? Like, to me, like I said, it helped me so much in, in that moment where, or in those moments where I had different professors hearing different things and seeing different perspectives. It was so helpful. Change sucks for me right now because I'm in a state of change looking for a new job, right? It sucks. This, And there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel and it's going to be great when I get there, right? So like, and if it's not, change will happen again, right? And so it's just, there's always change in life. And so just- Best to embrace it. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> this has been Grappling Ooh. with Fatherhood. If you want to reach out to us, please drop us an email at grapplingwithfatherhoodpod at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out to Uday, like I said, Ujitsu on Instagram, uh, gorilla.den.bjj. Is that the That's Gorilla it. Dens? You uh, got it. And uh, I am uh, at Blake of Today. Until next time, protect your damn necks. Peace.